this is the Rising Legends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rising Legends Podcast. This is Ian Walker. I have been wanting to do this episode for a minute. I've been waiting to do it because I've been waiting for this product to come out today. I am going to be doing a review episode of this podcast reviewing the new Target exclusive D&D Essentials Kit. I've got one right in front of me. I just opened up the box right now. It smells like delicious cardboard and plastic. You know you know how you open up a new gift or something you get from you know Amazon or something like that. And D&D I think D&D's products just have this smell that it just smells like D&D. It's pretty cool. And uh, this definitely has got that D&D smell to it and it smells wonderful smells delightful smells like imagination i think that's what it is there it is people dnd smells like imagination if they had a slogan that's what it should be anyways you, if if anybody's listening to that i think you should take that i'll let you have it as long as you give me five cents every time you put it on something sell something no seriously so anyways i'm going to be taking the time to go through the essentials kit kind of give my review as i open it so it's like a podcast unboxing I guess um, I didn't feel like doing a video unboxing because look, everyone else is doing it and um, you guys are going to see everything So, but I figured I'd do something a little bit unique as far as recording the podcast while I'm opening this and letting you know what's in it so and maybe you know without seeing it it'll get you more hyped to go get one of your own and you might you know be influenced to go grab it grab this from Target um, just yesterday, this was twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, a very good price. Um, if you remember, the starter kit that came out was nineteen ninety nine, and had a pretty good amount of stuff in it. And so, there is definitely a lot more stuff in this one. It looks like as I'm opening it here, and uh, for twenty nine ninety nine, I think I'm pretty darn sure it's going to be a good buy. I did take a look at some things on YouTube about it. Um, Chris Perkins um, took some time to talk about the essentials kit, what was going to be in it. So, you know, after that interview, I, I made sure that I went out and got my my copy of the essentials kit. Now, it was funny because when I went to Target, they didn't have it out on the floor. They had the starter kit, but they didn't have the essentials kit out on the floor. I made the do going back again. I said, listen, I came here, I know what I want. This is a, one of those very rare times I've gone to Target looked for one thing and actually went and got it and walked out with just that one thing and this essentials kit was one of them so anyways enough of me talking let's dig into this box let's dive in and see what's about first thing i open it up they have these cool red dice it is a total of what's this one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven dice looks like yeah, 11 dice. You got, and actually, you have 4d6 in here. You got 2d20s. Um, you got your percentage dice, 2d10s. You got a die 4, die 8, and a die 12. So, you got a nice hefty amount of dice. Remember, the starter kit just had the black um, 7 dice that you got originally. So, they, it looks like they added some more d6 because it seems like this game might call for that 
Now, one of the things that hits me right off the bat that is very unique, they've got this cardboard uh, holder here, and that says Essentials Kit on it, and, um, and it folds right away into a nice little box. And this box holds the cards that it comes with. It's a nice foldable box. You fold it up. I fold it up right now. See, that's kind of cool. That's really cool, actually. That's really neat. I think I might reinforce the bottom of this with some tape, though, just to just to protect my belongings. Okay. So you got a couple of sheets of cards here. Okay. And looks like you could actually rip these cards, not rip them, but, you know, tear out cards here. And from the, from what I've learned about it, there are um, a bunch of new um, system dynamics here in the game. And so we've got initiative cards here, which is a neat concept here. Okay, so whoever rolls whatever, you guess, I guess it's the DM, you give them the number corresponding number card, you know, first, second, third, fourth, whatever, um, let's see, you got quest cards, which have a bunch of different quests here that they could get from NPCs, this is pretty neat, let me see here, you got the Dwarven Excavation Quest, with 50 gold pieces, Dwarven prospectors found ancient Dwarven ruins in the mountains, southwest of here, and have begun an archaeological dig for treasure and relics, they need to be warned that a white dragon has moved into the area. Take the warning to them, then return to Tower Master Harbin Wester to collect a reward of 50 gold pieces. Okay. The Loggers Camp Quest. Deep in Neverwinter Wood, along the river that flows west toward Neverwinter, is a logging camp. Every two months, Fandolin delivers fresh supplies to the camp, which is run by the half-brother of Fandolin's Town Master, Harbin Wester. Barthen, the local provisioner, has prepared a new delivery. He needs someone to bear the supplies safely to camp. Return to Harbin Wester with a notice of delivery signed by his half-brother Tybor Wester to claim your reward of a hundred gold pieces. So there goes the classic uh, caravan quest. You know, it seems like you could probably, you know, right before you start the camp, you know, the actual campaign, um, you could probably use these quest cards to kind of get the game going if you as a DM kind of don't don't quite know where to start and don't want to dig right into the book right away I think this would be good to use as a DM to get the players acquainted with how the game works and uh, how they can do everything and then with just a small side quest you know looks really really good that way so so we've got quest cards here you got us you got let me see so one quest cards and there's nine to a sheet so you got magic items here um, you got one two three four okay so four sheets of magic items so it's 36 items that are all magic items which is really cool um, necklace of fireballs what what this necklace has one die six plus three beads hanging from it an action to detach a bead and throw it up to 60 feet away. When it reaches the end of its trajectory, the bead detonates as a third level fireball spell. You can hurl multiple beads or even the whole necklace as one action. When you 
do so, increase the level of the fireball by one for each bead beyond the first. What? Wow, that is ridiculous. This is a wondrous rare item. Man, that's bananas. Healing potions, two die, four plus two hit points when you drink this potion. The potion's red potion liquid uh, glimmers when agitated. This is crazy. So you can straight up make a nice little store out of this. And again, with the cards, it's nice because, you know, if the players buy something from the store, you pretty much just rip the card and give it to them. And uh, not rip the card, but you get, you know, you give them the card and boom, they'll have it in their inventory. A lot quicker than just writing things down, even though we're going to talk, I'm kind of old school. I like to write down all the gears and all the things. But again, that's just me. That's just because I, you know, I'm that type of gamer. Now, we've got here too. Looks like some condition cards here. You got your restrained, prone, poisoned, unconscious, stunned. Um, your magic charm cards. Your combat. Oh, wow. Okay. Now this is neat. So here, they've got combat cards here, which show you. How to play the game with stun. Now this, that is cool. Okay, so these cards have steps on the order of combat. How combat goes in the game. Determine surprise, establishing positions, rolling initiative, taking turns, and then going the next round. That is really cool. I think that is very awesome. They've got three of those cards. So, you know, for your, for your players who don't quite understand how it goes this actually takes a lot of explaining um out of what the dm needs to do for all the players because i know my, with my experience as a gm i find myself having to explain combat a lot and it takes away from you know the actual gameplay because you're explaining so much not not that it's a bad thing i don't mind you know explaining anything at all to new, especially if they're new players but um you know it does take time away from the adventure when you have to constantly explain these things on a regular basis so very good on um Wizards of the Coast for providing that because that definitely leaves the GM with a lot less explaining to do and then the cards here of all the status effects deafened, charmed, blinded, incapacitated, grappled, frightened, petrified, paralyzed, and invisible and then has a detailed explanation of what each of those means so then again you're not flipping through the rule book trying to find rules you know like we tend to do with our players handbooks or whatever which is really neat yeah I like this a lot very 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 well thought out and again my initiative sheet card so you can rip these up um, rip them apart make a little stack of cards and put them inside the little box they got here really really cool good shit good shit now now what is really neat is that this comes with a dm screen i would have to say this dm screen is probably one of my favorite things and it has all of the major points for the dm to look at it's got all the actions and combat what you can do oh this is wonderful oh this is good um actions in combat, things you can do on your turn, long jump, high jump, concentration, what 
what that means. Again, all the con uh, conditions and status effects. Um, setting difficulty class, actually. And they even has prices for different things in the game. Um, damage level, object armor class. This literally covers everything in an adventure that you're going to need as a DM. This is so cool. This GM screen is awesome. I like it. It's made out of cardboard. Very, very, very thin. But again, for a beginner game, you know, and for what you're doing, this is great. This is really cool. I work at a, in an office, and I've always wanted to show folks how to play D&D. This essentials kit is awesome for, like, quick impromptu games with somebody. You know what? I, got, I think I got an idea. I'll probably end up playing some D&D with one of my uh, co-workers who actually plays. She's, uh, she's a good player. Now, they got a full-on map of the Sword Coast here. That looks super super cool um it's a very detailed map yet very simple at the same time and it's nice because now whenever you're describing something you can actually just show the player straight up where the Neverwinter Wood is where how Mount Hetanau is Star Metal Hills Pony Bear all of the, the, uh, the Sword Coast which is the map of the Sword Coast and then you've got a map of Fandolin town of family which is very cool and you know you could just have the whole campaign take place in family if you want to i think if you if you have that much imagination you can figure it out very nice map here good show with that we're going through okay we got two books in here so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna save those for last we have got some fresh character sheets, people. Fresh character sheets. Yas. And let me tell you something. I'm a sucker for some character sheets. What? I love character sheets. And they're front and back. You got six of them here. So, of course, rule of thumb for all you brand new DMs out there. Do not take all of the character sheets and use them all. Save one, put it in a plastic sleeve, and save it because you never know when you're going to need some character sheets. Just slap it on a copier, run them off, and you'll have one. So keep that, keep one of the sheets here in here unused and put it in a plastic sleeve, in a binder sleeve or something. Okay, so it'll always be at your disposal. Don't make the classic DM mistake not having enough character sheets for everybody and when someone messes up you don't got extras you know that happens you don't want to do that okay but very nice sheets very simple and i think it always should have been one i think the original sheets um i think they're like three or four pages long because it gives you room for the spells and spell slots i don't use spells and spell slots very often um i've manipulated i've manipulated them a little bit different in my game but this is just what new players need very cool they have an ad here for all the DD products monsters manual dm guide starter set monster manual volo's guide um, water deep dragon eyes Santa thar's guide ghost salt marsh dungeon of the mad mage the twitch channels and then you 
actually get digital versions of these adventures. And then you've got uh, a D&D Beyond um, gift. They give you 50% off of the player's handbook and everything in there. So, super neat. Very cool. So, they're getting you into D&D Beyond. That's the place where you can go for those of you who haven't used D&D Beyond. Um, where you could go on and create your characters and things like that. Now, what I want to go into are these beautiful books. These booklets here. Um, the adventure in the Essential Skate is called Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. And the art in here is amazing, of course. It seems very very detailed um, excuse the noise it's 4th of July so we got people already popping off fireworks um, tells the history of Fanlin again um, goes into the details about all of the, the dungeons and all the maps very well detailed as D&D usually is very very nice and just pretty much runs through the adventure now and has the creature descriptions, the creature stat blocks, and then fully explain what those are, which is cool, and, um, you know, kind of tells you where you want to go after, now, Dragons of Ice Spire Speak, of Ice Spire, this, that is hard to say, Dragon of Ice, Ice Spire Peak, you should say that ten times fast, that's a tongue twister, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak, 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 Anyway, um, this is an adventure that I guess supposedly have played from beginning to end. Start your characters, get your characters from level 1 to level 6. And so, and then right after this adventure you can move on to something else. I personally would take them through um, Dungeon of the Mad Mage. I'd send them immediately on a quest down there to do some, just some dungeon delving. Um, you know, you know, with a bunch of murder hobos. You know, just go kill stuff. Um, and then, so you got the adventure book. And then you've got the Essentials Kit Rule Book. And now, it shows you how to create your character. And describing your character, all of the races, the classes. Um, and it's very minimalistic and very uh, bare bones than what is in the in the actual player's handbook you know there's not as many colorful pictures it gets right to the point tells you what's needed it doesn't go too much into the uh, archetypes that you can have so um so you know it's just very cut and dry gets straight to the point um backgrounds are still here as well which is nice to shows you all of your checks how to do that I honestly think I really think the way this book is laid out, this is something I believe that um, they could sell on its own. You know, you know that shouldn't just be in the in the in the, in the essentials kit. Because I mean, this is very, very cool. It's almost you almost kind of wish this stuff was in uh, in the starter kit. You know, because I think the basic rules were just in the starter kit. It was like, bam, here, here you go. That's it. 
Now, there's a new uh, mechanic being introduced to 5th edition with the, uh, with the Essentials Kit, and this is called Sidekicks, and what this is for is, say, that you are DM, and you have a player that wants to play D&D, and it's just you and them. Um, sometimes the adventures can get a little interesting with just one player, maybe a little boring depending on the person. I've never had a problem running an adventure with just one other person. Um, but there are some who feel that, you know, it loses a little bit of the meat of the adventure because D&D is a collaborative story playing group party style game. And so they've introduced a new mechanic called Sidekicks. And uh, let me see. I'll just read the, I'm just going to read the, you know, first block. I'm not going to read everything. But I'll read that in the appendix A. It says, on your adventures, the DM might reveal that you've befriended a special character called a sidekick who joins your party. The appendix presents the game statistics for sidekicks, of which there are three types. Expert, an agile and exceedingly helpful jack-of-all-trades. Spellcaster, a magic user who can cast spells to harm your foes or heal you and your friends. Warrior, a martial companion who specializes in striking your foes or defending you and your allies. The DM will either tell you which type of sidekick to use or let you choose one. It's up to you and the DM to decide who controls the sidekick in play. And it has the stat blocks of each sidekick, which I think is neat. has a very simple leveling progression um, um, stat block for your sidekick as well. Now, automatically looking at this straight ahead, there is no character sheet for the sidekick unless I'm missing something on the character sheets themselves. Let me look at it here. I think I might I might I might miss something. We'll see. Let me let me, let me take a look. probably going to be something of course that the community is going to create as Runehammer calls it the RPG underground <laughs> can, uh, can create there is no character sheet or no character block on that you can keep track of for your sidekick I mean if your sidekick is your leveling with it and you continue playing these games you're going to need to have some kind of um, some kind of tracking or is it just See, I need to read it. I haven't read it. I do need to go back and just read the whole thing. Because, you know, as I'm thinking about it, maybe there's just a set level that they are and set abilities they may have. Who knows? And so there's no need to have, like, a tracking system or anything. Or tracking sheet for them. It just is what it is. You know? So, anyways, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through this. Um, but it's very bare bones. This is a beautifully done set it's very thorough has a lot of um i mean it's very sturdy it's 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 not a cheap product and i'm very very glad that it isn't um and it's, it has a lot to offer i almost feel like the essentials kit should have been the starter kit 
and uh, it, it's almost like a it's almost kind of like they kind of move backward in a sense I feel you know you know they had the starter kit and then, and then they put out the essentials kit it's like the essentials kit should have been that starter kit in my opinion that's just me though that's just me I'm excited to just rip up these cards and place them in the box that they come out. oh look they got pictures of the sidekicks see I, see, I missed that pictures of the sidekicks here, which is cool. Spellcaster, expert, warrior. Okay. And for those of us who like to homebrew our own content using the sidekick mechanics, we could probably, you know, homebrew our own sidekick classes and things like that. Especially depending on what genre we're playing or, or whatever it is. You know me, I like to break stuff. I like to break mechanics in game and things. So, you know, I'll figure something out. I'll figure out a way for us to for you to for us to have a different type of sidekick in the game because I'm just that dude <laughs> but my overall review of it this is a very thorough set this is very very well thought out um, round of applause to Wizards of the Coast and D&D for putting together this uh, this set this is amazing my only gripe is that this should have been the starter kit because I really feel this is this was the complete package. This is literally the essentials of D&D, and uh, it really helps uh, both players and uh, players and first-time DMs, first-time DMs. And it has everything they need. There's nothing left in the air as far as what to do. Everything is very clear-cut, bare-bones, and very concise. And I think, especially for a game that can be as uh, that could be as complicated as D&D is, um, this is something that is very important. And it was just very well thought out. Very well done. Very very well done. So definitely not a waste of money not a waste of time i definitely encourage you to go to your local target go pick up the essentials kit if you're getting into DD for the first time or any tabletop role play in general i recommend you go pick this up just so that you have a very clear idea of what um, what you're getting into what the game entails what it's about and um, i think i think you'll be very satisfied i definitely am i have a, a lot of things that D&D but um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very satisfied with this Essentials Kit. It's amazing. They did a very good job with it. I, I think this should have been the Essentials Kit. I mean, not the Essentials Kit. The Starter Kit, I, I was told, is still going to be um, still relevant. But um, I almost feel like they should have led with this one first. I think it would have been a better move for them to do that. And then maybe add expansions adventures kind of like the pathfinder series does with their um little book adventures you know coming out with that you know um adding little mechanics and stuff in the adventures to kind of add to the the library of the rules and everything like that so that you could be able to mix and match and create your own you know rule sets house rules whatever that you do when you play your games at dnd but overall solid a minus uh, in the grades of product from Wizards of the Coast and D&D. Very solid product. Very thorough product. Very sturdy. 
um, and just a very high quality. And usually things that are direct to store usually have a lower quality to them. Even the dice look nice and feel good. Um, it's a very solid product. So it's a highly, highly recommended product. Go out and get it and enjoy it. I'm going to take this um, after I'm done with all my stuff for the weekend. I'm probably going to run a solo uh, campaign through this by myself. Uh, and, you know, just run through it just so that I have the information for it and I'm going to be starting to get into publishing my own adventures so this is actually going to help me um, learn how to put together some stuff and prep me to, to do my first adventure my first published adventure and uh, with maps and all of that which I've been doing so anyways that's my review of the Dungeons Dragons Essentials Kit exclusive product of Target go pick yours up get it today it's all you need for D&D. It is for two to six players. The ideal number is five. That is the magic number, in my opinion, five. Um, so six players, I would say that includes the GM. And um, definitely have it on your shelves. Go pick this up, guys. You're not going to regret it. I'm excited to um, and looking forward to going through it. And so, so just really quick. that I've got some other announcements that I want to talk about before I wrap up the podcast and uh, I hope that you guys will um, look forward to the news okay so let's let's get talking about that podcast and what I plan on doing with the with the show and what I want to do. All in all, this show is going to be about 30 minutes in length, 30 to 45 minutes. Actually, about 15 to, 30, 15 to 45 minutes in length, depending on the subject matter, what I'm speaking on, if I'm doing reviews of games. Um, so for those of you listening to the show for the first time and we're hearing it from this current episode, I just want to do a segment really quick to sh- tell you what the show is about, what niche this is fitting um you know what i'm going to be talking about on the show so again my name is ian walker i was going to make this a live play podcast completely unfortunately life gets in the way i don't have a very consistent group unfortunately at times which is fine you know things happen life is more important than the game but um what that has told me that though there will be some live play um what I am doing is also adding some content about regular tabletop games as well, not just role playing. So this is a podcast about tabletop games and gaming in general. So that's going to include uh, RPGs. It's going to include um, board games, those things that we love. I'm going to have some tips regarding board games and suggestions. Definitely a lot of product reviews. So if there are any independent gamers out there, uh, game creators out there that would like me to review your games for any reason to kind of get the word out i would love to do so um you could contact me on instagram um because that is the primary spot where i'm at for this podcast and um i would love to hear from you 
if there are other things that you want to want me to talk about, there's a review a game that you want me to try out, um, let me know. I'm always looking for solo games as well. I'm trying to find the best games that you can play by yourself, but are very immersive. So if you guys definitely have any suggestions about that, please shoot them over to me. I love to hear them. I love to play them. I love to review them and try them out. So that's the type of content you're going to be hearing on this particular podcast. And uh, it's just all about fun. I'll probably have some episodes where I'm talking about gaming like one of the things um, I'm going to definitely be talking about is doing a series of podcasts talking about how to get into tabletop role playing and you know from the DM's role to the player's role uh, character creation um, all of those different things and I want to hear all of your suggestions and, and experiences as well because that of course is what's going to make the show grow I will keep it short and sweet at all times like I said between 15 and 45 minute episodes nothing too long and crazy um, unless it is a live play episode. And so if there is a live play, I'm going to be doing, you know, the whole session or keeping it at an hour, just depending on what, you know, I, I want to do. Um, every time I have a session, I do record them. I have had permission for my guys to do so. So I will be throwing them up. And I'm running two different adventures, some from the core group and some like an offshoot from what I did. So I'll be recording those adventures and putting them up so it's not just the same campaign but you know variety of different stuff I think that would be pretty neat and cool so I just wanted to give you guys that quick if you guys want to follow me on Instagram you can find me on the Rising Legends podcast my name is Ian I always look at my texts and I always look at my private messages and comments I'm always on it doing what I need to do I would love to build this community up and I love to talk and network with other gamers and uh, other game creators and uh, make this thing happen be a part of that RPG underground son you know so if you love the podcast you like what you heard please please spread the word that's one of the biggest things you can do for me I'm not asking for any money I'm not asking for any of that of course any support that you give me would be great but the biggest support you can do is by Telling everyone about this podcast and going on Apple, leaving a rating of the, of the podcast, leaving a comment and telling people about it and encouraging them to do the same thing. If you guys do that, that's all I'm asking for and it will do wonders for me. Um, I'm doing a lot of work right now as far as podcasts are concerned. I'm creating, I'm in the midst of creating my own media company, so to speak, my solo media company because I do have another podcast called The Stuff podcast show take a listen to that too it's my comedic escapist podcast show where i talk about life entertainment uh and all those things the only thing i don't talk about is religion and politics because it's escapism but um but i do talk about some social issues very pick on which ones i talk about but again always taking suggestions on those so consolidating my two podcasts together into one media company that i think that'd be kind of neat to do and uh, so I'm working and I'm building very small, but I want to be consistent. So from now on, every single week, episodes of the Rising Legends podcast show will be released either on Friday night or Saturday morning. So you're going to get yourself some Rising Legends either on Friday or you're going to get it on Saturday, no matter what. I give myself that wide range of freedom so that, you know, I can decide what happens, you know, good days, bad days, whatever. But 
no matter what, no excuses. You know, even if it's a 15-minute show, you're going to get something every single week on Friday or Saturday. And sometimes if I'm feeling really good, you're going to get a show on both days. Who knows? I'm no, no promises on that aspect. But at least once a week, you're going to be getting something, and it's going to be consistent for you guys. So, again, always give me some suggestions for some content, some feedback. Love to hear from you guys. And uh, I want to give some and uh, start doing some shout-outs to everybody as well. So please, please, please spread the word, spread the love. I'd appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. And uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for your patience and the love you've shown in, uh, in listening to this podcast. With that said, I will talk to you guys next week. Let's deuce it out. Take care, guys. Bye.